Hello, Unstoppables. You are listening to the Unstoppable Mind podcast. And today we are going to talk about how to stop being a victim to money and how to stop being a victim to your money circumstances. So stay tuned because you are in for a treat. Hello, Unstoppables. I'm your host, Mary Lou Rodriguez, and welcome to this episode where we are going to talk about victim mentality and taking responsibility for our lives when it comes to our money mindset and our money circumstances. I was listening to No Doubt recently, and I heard the song Sunday Morning, and Gwen Stefani starts the song off with Sad pathetic little me. That was the girl I used to be. And when I heard that, that line, I totally related to that because that is how I used to view my world through the lens of feeling sad and pathetic through the lens of trauma and anxiety and addiction and alcohol abuse growing up poor, being a first-generation Mexican-American born in this country. My parents were from Mexico. Being Mexican, I forgot about that one, being Mexican, I felt like the the world owed me. And I felt like I had to work hard my, I used to say that my ex-husband left me and my mom died. So I have no one to take care of me. And that is honestly how I used to view the world. I was constantly looking for something or someone to save me. And I had a million reasons. Now, in honesty, they were excuses. And I can see that now. But at the time, I saw them as reasons. I had a million reasons for why I was a victim. Now, here's the thing. If you had asked me at that time why I was a victim, I would have said, what are you talking about? (laughs) I had no clue because I wasn't aware of my victim mentality. So I just want to say that this episode might trigger you, and I want to encourage you to stay on and to continue listening because there is so much gold here in what I'm going to share with you and how to help you become unstuck and how to help you look at your life and your money through a different lens. I want to share with you my story of how I went from powerless to empowered, to standing in my personal power, because there was a time in my life where I was a total victim, a victim to my circumstances, but especially a victim to my money circumstances. And it was keeping me blocked and I could not figure out why. So I know that I've talked about money mindset in earlier podcasts and for a long time, and I can say this now, but for a long time, money was like my arch enemy. And 
my first memories of 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 um of hard work were being in a strawberry field. Like I literally remember I was four years old and I was in a strawberry field and my family was picking strawberries. And this wasn't for leisure. <laughs> this was a way of life. And not only did we pick strawberries, but we picked blueberries and blackberries and cucumbers and walnuts. I spent many summers working out all of my summers until I was in sixth grade. And then in sixth grade, I started working in a cannery, but I spent all of my summers working in the fields, hard work, sweating. There was no such thing as vacations. And um, there was no, I remember like when people were talking about where they went for vacation when I was in elementary school and I was like vacation, I couldn't even imagine what a vacation was like. What I could imagine was that every summer I dreaded it because I knew that we were going to be working in the fields. And my sister and I would sleep with our, our work clothes on because we knew that we had to get up at four in the morning. Now that's just how it was for us. It was our way of life. We grew up poor and I knew we were poor. And I took that mindset with me throughout my entire life, through my 20s and through my 30s. I grew up in scarcity and in lack. And so that became the lens in which I saw the world through. Everything was about not being enough. And over time, that was just what I was programmed and conditioned to believe that there wasn't enough. So I saw the world from a broke mindset. And even when I did have a little bit of money, I remember getting a small inheritance from someone and I still felt totally broke. It wasn't enough. And that's just how I saw life. There was not enough happiness. There was not enough love. There was not enough stability, not enough success. Everything was hard. Life was hard. And that's what I knew. And that's what I believed. And what I didn't understand was that I was really playing a victim, a victim to my circumstances. I was allowing my circumstances to dictate how I felt about life. That was the box. That was the conditioning that was on top of my head. That was what I was living in. And so because I was broke all the time, I thought that that meant that I had to feel sad too. I didn't know about choices then. I want to share with you the first time in my life that I was called out for being a victim to my circumstances. And this was by a woman and her name is Brenda Bryan. Forever grateful to Brenda Bryan. I joined her speakers club. She had a speakers club. And I remember that I knew that I had to be a good speaker because I knew that that was a part of business success. And so I felt like I had to do it because I wanted to be comfortable speaking in front of groups and I wanted to gain that skill. And what was interesting, again, was at that time, it wasn't because I loved public speaking. I mean, I know a lot of people don't love public speaking, but it was because I had to. I had this, I have to mindset. 
I have to be a better speaker. It was always, I have to do these things. It was never about choice. I didn't see it that way. And now I remember that Brenda Bryan's Speakers Club was expensive. I remember thinking that. Now, here's what I want you to know. (laughs) Everything at that time was expensive to me because, again, that's just how I viewed the world. That's how I viewed money. I would see something and I would automatically say, that's expensive. I can't afford that. I wish I could go on vacation. Everything was expensive. Food was expensive. Clothes were expensive. Cars were expensive. It didn't matter what it was. It was expensive and I didn't have enough. And that was the way that I talked about money. It was always from lack. And so with Brenda Bryan, I remember that I was in her speakers club for a couple months and, and maybe it was a little bit longer than that. I don't remember exactly how long, but I remember that I was totally judgy. And because that's the kind of woman I used to be, I was judging these other women and these women were wanting to be entrepreneurs. But from my perspective at that time, they were wannabe entrepreneurs. They were doing, they were learning speaking, how to speak in front of groups of people for their side hustle or for their hobby. They didn't really have to work like Mary Lou And it just bothered me because I remember thinking, I have to be here. (laughs) It's the truth. I'm like laughing at myself. I have to be here. I have to work hard. I have to learn this skill because I have to survive because no one is going to take care of me. I remember there were two people in particular that had partners, very wealthy partners, who were well off. And I remember thinking to myself, boy, it must be nice to have a rich boyfriend. Now, as I'm sitting here saying this, and it makes me think of my boyfriend, Scott, he has no clue who this old Mary Lou is because this is not who I am today. But at that time, I was very much a victim to my circumstances. And I remember just judging these women And knowing that I had to be there because I had to be successful because I had to take care of me. So I decided that I was no longer going to be a part of the speakers club because the speakers club was starting to interfere with my ability to see clients. The speakers clubs, the meetings were right in the middle of the day and they were starting to get longer and longer. And I was having a tough time scheduling my hypnosis clients around the speakers club meeting because I was never sure how long it was going to go. Now, again, remember, I was a total victim to my circumstances. I had to see at least four clients a day. Now, my sessions were two hours long. So that's eight hours right off the bat. That was a minimum. I, in my mind, felt like I had to see at least four clients minimum per day. What I didn't really understand at the time was I was totally overworking myself and I was charging way too little. I was hustling, I was working hard, and I was complaining about money, constantly complaining about money. That was the lens that I saw life through. So at that time, again, I didn't understand choice. 
it wasn't in my conscious awareness yet that I was a victim. So I called Brenda Bryan. I was driving in my car and I called her and I told her that I wasn't going to be able to be a part of her club anymore because I couldn't afford it because I couldn't afford to take the time off because it was a lot of time for me. I couldn't afford to take that much time off for the meetings because it was right in the middle of the day and it was interfering with my money-making skills and no one was going to pay my bills and no one was going to pay my rent. No one was going to take care of me. And I remember being so indignant when I was telling her my reasoning for why I couldn't be a part of her club. And then I don't remember why I said this, but I did. I said, everyone that's a part of your club, they don't really need to be there. They have wealthy partners who are taking care of them. And so I told her, it's just not the right fit for me for right now. So there was a little bit of a pause. And then Brenda Bryan said, Mary Lou, you love playing a fucking victim. And then she said, who's dating who is none of your fucking business. Now, I remember I giggled. I kind of laughed and I got off the phone with her. And it was the first time that somebody told me something like that. And I knew that it was about me. I knew that what she was telling me was the truth but I was still uncovering this whole victim mentality. So I went home and I remember lying on my sofa and I remember crying. I remember crying for like two weeks because I knew she was telling me the truth and I was ready to hear it. I was ready to hear this truth. And I remember sharing this story with a few people who wanted to defend me and saying things like, well, Brenda Bryan didn't have to be so harsh. And maybe you triggered the shit out of her. And maybe I did. But she told me the fucking truth. And I am so grateful to her for that. And I remember telling people, don't, don't, you know, don't try to defend me. Don't try to um, um, tell me that she was in the wrong because I knew that she wasn't. Now, maybe her delivery, <laughs> maybe her delivery was off, but it was the truth. And I needed to hear that truth. And I was ready to hear the truth. So that was like my first experience where I started having these awarenesses and I began to hear myself saying things like, that's not fair. No one told me. I didn't know that I couldn't do that. And then I would place blame on others for my actions. And sometimes my victim mentality was very subtle. And then sometimes it was very, very big and overt. And I began to see that I was blaming my circumstances for my life, for the way that I was feeling. And I was holding on to trauma. I was holding on to addiction. And the truth is, I was looking for someone to save me. And it took me a really long time to admit that. 
but that's the truth. And I knew that in order to change, I had to take responsibility. Now I know it's a choice, but I knew I had to start taking responsibility for my life and for my money. And one day I looked in the mirror and I smiled at myself and I said, this is the person that I've been waiting for my entire life to save me getting goosebumps. I realized in that moment that I could save myself and I finally felt it to be true. So I stopped blaming and I stopped complaining about money. And I want you to know that anytime you find yourself blaming, feeling powerless, being defensive, judgmental, projecting, rationalizing, justifying, making excuses, you are in victim mentality. And when you are in victim mentality, you are not being 100% responsible for your actions. And I knew that if other people could get rich, so could I. And so I began to be fully accountable and fully responsible for my actions. I knew that if I didn't have it, it was because I was not responsible for creating it. And maybe this is you. And maybe this might piss you off. But I want you to see this as an opportunity to grow. When you are 100% responsible, you can create anything in your life. And I wanted to stand in my power with money. So how did I do that? Because my money story has changed. I am not a victim to my money circumstances. What I did was I programmed my subconscious with hypnosis to have the identity of a wealthy person, to feel wealthy, to feel incredible about money, to see all of the abundance that is everywhere in my life. And I learned that just because I had $200 in my bank account didn't mean that I still could not feel rich. And I'm going to tell you, when you can feel rich with $200, that's when you've changed your relationship with money. I was being responsible for how I was going to create this new relationship with money. And that, my friends, became my superpower. Being responsible means choosing how I'm going to interpret and respond to the world, especially when it comes to money. I was recently at the ringside in Portland, and it's a beautiful and fancy and well-known steakhouse. And I remember I was in my comfy sweater and I looked casual and the waiter asked me, is this your first time here? And it it was not. I had been there already, I don't know, three times. And I remember when he asked me that question, my mind automatically went to, he knows I don't belong here. He knows that I'm not rich. And I had that awareness and I caught the story and I smiled at him and I said, no, this isn't my first time, but I'm so excited to be here. 
Because what I understand is that being wealthy is a state of mind. So I asked myself when I decided that I was going to change my relationship with money, what is it that I want to believe about money? What is it that I want to believe about myself? What is it that I want to believe about my life? And you better believe I programmed that shit right into my beautiful mind. I programmed that identity. I programmed new beliefs. I programmed new habits. And I programmed a new wealthy state of mind. Mind. (laughs) I'm getting all excited here. So here's what I want to share with you. For those of you who want to understand this more deeply, because there is a lot more here to dive into, I want to invite you to join me for a seven-day brain hack to attract money challenge. You are going to get a free hypnosis audio that I'm going to ask you to listen to every day called, I am already abundant. And then I'm going to do three lives during that seven days. I'm going to teach you about identity and I'm going to teach you about money mindset. I'm going to teach you about habits and about wealth and how it really truly is a state of mind. And when you can believe it in your mind, your external circumstances begin to change. So we are going to program in new money beliefs and we are going to unlock infinite possibilities through the power of hypnosis. So I want you to only join this challenge if you want to stop being a victim to your money stories and your money circumstances. We are going to have so much fun. I want you to come and I want you to learn to be unstoppable with money. So the link is going to be in the show notes and I look forward to seeing you in the challenge. Until the next time, go out there and live your unstoppable life. I would love if you shared today's episode with your friends and loved ones. Please share it on your social media channels and make sure to subscribe to the podcast. I believe that we are all here to help others. Together, we can help more people. I would be so grateful for a five-star review. And I'm also grateful that you took the time to let me know how this podcast is helping you. If you want more transformational content, connect with me on Instagram at Mary Lou Hypnotizes You. And then go over and join my Facebook group, The Unstoppable Mind. Visit MaryLouRodriguez.com for more information on my programs and how to work with me. Until the next time, go out there and live your unstoppable life.